What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Finest Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Dante. Welcome to the show. And Apple had an event basically for the iPhone 12 and a new product they released and announced. Um, it's a little shocker that this little product was also announced, but not completely shocked, but, you know, just a little shocked that I have no idea that this was coming, but some people may have thought it was, but me, I didn't see it coming at all, but... Apple did announce that they have a HomePod Mini coming this year. Coming in, um, I believe it was November. I'll double check for the date. But it reminds me of like one of those candles, those rounded like glass candles that's rounded. And it's like, it seems like one of those. It's like a miniaturized HomePod with a touchscreen and everything on top. And basically they have these new features that's going to be added like, Inter, um, like an intercom system where you can kind of say a message on one and they'll deliver the message to somebody else in a different room and they can reply and things like that. Interesting to see that. It's, I don't know too many people that's going to do that, but you never know, you know, given, I don't know how many HomePods the original one sold. I can't really say because it was... I have a few of them in my house. You know, I use them in stereo pair with my Apple TVs to kind of give it like a stereo sound when it came to watching movies. But I don't think it was a big seller because at one time it was priced at three ninety nine. Then they slashed the price to two ninety nine, and I'm I don't know the numbers when it came to selling those. But a lot of people are not a big Siri fans, and you know they say Siri is like not as smart as Google Assistant or Alexa. Um, but they say it's more secure because of the simple fact of a lot of times when you use a Google or Alexa speaker, they'll send your information out to these advertisers and they'll like advertise on your TV and all your devices and get information to kind of go around and try to get the perfect products and stuff for you to buy going by your uh, interactions with these smart speakers. So Apple has security like that, TI, that T2 chip that's in there that's secure that doesn't allow your information to go flying out on the Internet. So that was like one of the big things when it came to Siri. But, you know, that's one of the gripes with Siri because they don't have all the answers and questions that you can get from Alexa and the Google Assistant. You can't get from a Siri, like some of the questions they get, some of them they don't. Ain't none of them perfect, but a lot of people don't really, aren't really big fans of the Siri virtual assistant. I don't like her. Because anytime somebody says, like, even series, sometimes she'll answer you and all this. And it's a very annoying for me. But this HomePod, this HomePod speaker, HomePod mini speaker, sorry, it interesting. It does something that I think is way better that the original HomePods did. Now, if you buy two of them, they automatically sync together in a stereo pair. Where on the original HomePods, you had to go in this, the app, set them up, set which one you want and all that. It was a bit of a headache, but these just automatically seamlessly do that, which is a great feature when it comes to, you know, having a studio, like I said, a studio pair, a stereo pair. And especially at the price point that they're selling, that this is a great deal. $100 for these speakers. Now, that's relatively cheap for an Apple product where... I don't know the sound. Now, they say the acoustics and everything sounds on par with the original HomePod, but that's more of a wait-and-see approach. 
because I don't really, I'm not a big fan of the HomePod speakers alone. In stereo pair, they sound great. Individually, I don't like the sound of them myself. That's just me. Some people love the sound of the HomePods individually. I don't. I'm a big fan of the stereo pair way. Sounds a whole lot better. Great sound when it comes to those two paired in stereo. Now, these mini speakers, I'm up in the fence about them. I don't know if I want to get a pair, but at $100, you can't really beat it. But like I said, I'm not really a fan of Siri. But if I hear great reviews of the sound quality, which I am a big listener of podcasts and music, big Spotify guy. So music and hip hop, all that baseline stuff when it comes to the hip hop sounds, love it. And if these speakers can sound on par with the HomePod, the original HomePods and stereo pair, I might take that plunge, especially it's only 200 bucks to get two of them. You know, before I had to spend $800 to get two of them. Now I can get two of them for just 200 bucks. Not a bad deal. I think that's real good when it comes to, you know, studio. I wouldn't say studio. Stereo sounding speakers at a low price if they sound great. Now, like, I haven't heard these for myself, so I'm not going to go by this video and this presentation that they showed was was excellent, by the way. I got to give it to Apple. Their presentation in this um, online conference and presentation is top-notch. I got to give it to them. This is just top quality when it comes to a production value, when it comes to an online video and presentation of a product. It's, it's, it's top of the line. I got to give it to them. Now, they're saying you can do all these things with these HomePods where you can call, make phone calls, text messages, calendar events, all those things that you can do with the HomePod now. But this miniaturized one you can do, it's supposed to be a little better, has a new process and is a little faster. So it's it was a shocker. I was a little shocked to hear from about this because they were talking about these things called AirTags. That was a big thing that was put on the table Um Something else they was talking about, but those things were like, like big on people's like radar when it came to what's next from Apple. I didn't see this coming, these HomePod minis. So if you're interested, you definitely can get them. Like they're real cheap when it comes to a price point. Some of the features that they have are okay. Nothing major. I think they're good at the price point that they're at. Um, hundred bucks, you know, very secure as far as putting your information out on the internet. Um, if you're a fan of Siri, it's good for that. Um, not much I could say about it. Now, this event was basically the iPhone event and I had did a podcast episode a few weeks back and basically it was saying there's going to be four different phones and the presentation basically stated that there's a iPhone 12 mini. There's an iPhone 12. These have two cameras, an ultra-wide and a wide-angle camera. They don't have telephoto. You know, it has a flash. Um, it has that iPhone 4 look to it. The bezel, well, not the bezel, the notch, is not shrunken down to a smaller size. It's basically the same size as it is on the current iPhones. Um, it has the i the i was the i14 x bionic chip in them 5g that was a big thing about it too they had a guy from verizon the ceo of verizon come on there and basically you know tell them what they're doing the ultra wide 5g worldwide all this stuff when it comes to 5g and all the processing speed and all this stuff that's supposed to just 
take, you know, cellular networks to the next level. I was a little underwhelmed by it because they say 5G is still spotty in some places. They say they hit they hit most of the urban areas when it came to 5G. They haven't really like I have to test it out for myself, get a 5G phone, go to a 5G tower and see the difference in the speeds and see like watching videos, downloading songs or anything like that to see how this actually performs in certain parts of the city. You know, that's one of those type of tests you have to do. Um, those are the basically like the entry level phones. I believe the iPhone 12 mini, <laughs> all these names for these phones. Uh, it's a 5.4 inch screen. I mentioned that and that it's going to be priced at 699 Still a little expensive, but I get some the, the little bit of a price hike for that because of the 5G capabilities. You're going to pay for that. You know, it's new technology. It's still relatively new. So you're going to pay for that premium price when it comes to that 5G, which ain't a bad thing, which I get. Um, the iPhone 12, which was a 6.1-inch screen. Same thing. Like I said, the notch is not smaller. It's a wide-angle camera and an ultra-wide camera. No LiDAR scanner. Um, same chip. Everything's in it. Uh, which was pretty standard. Uh, like I said, 6.1-inch screen. But the one thing they did showcase, what I thought was very interesting and compelling at the same time, um, the Qi wireless charging. Now, when it comes to, like, wireless charging, like, you know, that, that's basically what I've done. I don't even mind them taking the charges out of the box, the power bricks out of the box. Because I have charging pads all through my house. So I'm okay with that. But they had these new little accessories where they, like, magnetically attach to the back of your phone. The most interesting one to me, which I even might consider getting, was this one where... It's, it, it magnetically attached to the back, and you can lay the phone down and flip out one part of it, and flip out this one spot, this one little charging um, part for your I, Apple Watch. I thought that was cool. I actually like that because you can fold it up and put it on the back of the phone, and you can go. But that's the only thing I don't like about it. This only works without a case on it, so I don't. I wouldn't say it doesn't because they didn't showcase it, the phone with the case on it. So basically, if you had a phone with no case, you can kind of use these little um, third party and first party accessories that you can attach to the back of the phone to get these. Uh, like you could put like a wallet where you can slide your uh, credit cards on the back. of it. Not a big fan of that because somebody can just snatch that off and run. Uh, I do like I said, I do like the, uh, the the portable charger that comes with it. Like you can put the. Um, Apple Watch charger on the back of your phone, flip it out, lay it down, they could charge it. And, like, you could plug it into the wall if you're on the on the road and you use a charging brick and you're in a room somewhere or a hotel room and you just want to charge up your Apple Watch real fast, you can kind of do that with that. thought that was cool. They have other ones where you can, um, they have a uh, car adapter that's coming out by a third-party um, accessory. I thought that was pretty interesting. I'm still thinking about getting one for my car and... It like the accessories look cool from what they were doing. Well, like the wallet one, I wasn't too a big fan of because somebody can snatch that. 
especially if it's not like yeah it's like connected by magnets but it's not like a secure thing that's just like stuck there sturdy there you can take it off so i wasn't a big fan of the wallet on the back of the phone but like i said the charger was pretty cool i thought that was the coolest part of the whole accessories for that so that was basically the uh entry level phones the iphone 12 will be running at 7.99 and you can get it on a monthly payment plan if you switch if you switching over phones if you got a iPhone 10, you can get it for, I believe the $7.99 was $15 a month, and the $6.99 was $12.99 a month, or 12 bucks a month, if you wanted to switch and transfer your phones and upgrade the phone to the iPhone 12. That was the entry-level phones. Then came the big announcement of the Pro line. So there's the iPhone 12 Pro, then the iPhone 12, the Max. And those screens will be 6.5 and 6.7 inch. So the largest one will be 6.7 inch display. This one has a triple camera setup. You know, telephoto, ultra wide, wide, telephoto, wide angle, ultra wide. And these phones have LiDAR scanners on the back. But it doesn't look the way I thought it was in the mock, um, the mock sketches of it. And I thought it looked better with the mocks of what the iPhone 12 was supposed to look like. Which was fine. But the way they look now, they still got that triple camera look on the back of like the iPhone 11 Pros. But the LiDAR scanner is like slightly a little um, little low with the third camera or the second one, depending on which way you go. So for me, I thought that was pretty disappointing because the way they described it on like the mocks, I thought it looked cool. Like you had like, like, like a four camera system. You got the three cameras and the LiDAR scanner right there on the back. So it all looked like one seamless thing but it still looks odd to me when it comes to how they laid it out and one thing they did improve kind of is that the notch is smaller on the pro line than it is the uh entry level phones i guess you can call them notch is a little bit smaller so that's not a bad deal if you had a thing for the notch you can kind of see a smaller version when it gets to the iPhone 12 Pro lines. And they did a lot of talking about the tel- the cameras that come in there and the graphical power of the chip and all these things. And like I was telling you about the magnetic stick on the back thing, they call it MagSafe, right? <laughs> it's funny. You went away from MagSafe in your laptops, but you're going back to it on your phone. Gotcha. Thought it was pretty cool, but <laughs> you got rid of it on laptops, but you bring it back on the phones. Okay, whatever you, whatever floats your boat, I get it. So, the pro lines are, you know, for mostly for photographers and videographers who want to be like still continue to do video production, photo production with their phones. And one of the big things they showcased at this event was they said a cinematographer showed you he made a video, a video with his iPhone. 12 and the cameras that's on there so what they're basically saying like people had to slow down their production when it came to certain things but still use their iPhones to continue production and still make good quality work when it comes to uh, you know movie productions and TV um, productions and stuff and those things I didn't know people use their phones that much for those type of shots but it was very interesting to see that because I know people use drones and 
these like arm rigs and stuff like that to get certain shots. I didn't know that people was using phones for those. I just thought they was using like a big high end drone with a camera on there. That goes to show me that people really do use their phones a lot when it comes to taking photos or making videos. I didn't know that. I thought people actually have like full on video cameras to be doing this stuff, but they showed me that some shots they get from a phone camera. And like, yeah, the iPhone does shoot in 4K and at 30 frames per second. So you can kind of see what the production costs when it comes to making a high end movie. Like, I guess if you want an extra shot and you can use an iPhone to do it, I guess this is something new. So, you know, a lot of people are going to probably upgrade to this phone. Like, I really have to check myself and really start taking, once I get one one of these phones and upgrade to one, I really have to take into consideration why people love these cameras and the video quality of these phones. So I got to really, like, shoot a video with just my phone one time and just see what I can do and how far I can push myself with, you know, making a video and taking pictures with my phone. I really got to get into that because it's a big thing. I didn't, like, I don't take that many pictures, which I don't understand why I don't, but I just never been a big picture person. But these phones are be, are replacing a lot of pocket cameras. So a lot of people using their phones to do these things. And you really got to look at that and just say, eventually you, you don't need a pocket camera, you just got your phone. And another thing they did do, I forgot to mention this early on, that... Apple came out with multiple colors with the iPhone entry levels or the low end levels. They got like four different colors. There was a a blue product, red, silver, black. Um, and what was that? I don't believe it was a product red. Let me see. Give me one second. See if I can find it. Uh, I know it was a silver, black, product red and this blue color they added to the lineup of phones and it was you know like the blue colors like a lot of people was hype about this blue one so you get four different colors now with the pro lines the same thing it's a silver there's a uh, black or space gray one the blue one and the green one. So let me see. Go back to this video. And. Yeah. It was a green one. I forgot that one. It was a green one. That was in part of the entry level iPhones. It was a green one. A blue one. Product red. Silver and black. So those are the five colors for the entry level. Now. When it came to. The high end ones. Well, the pro lines, it was four different colors. Yeah, they called the ones, the pro line, it was a silver, space gray, and graphite, and uh, I think the metallic blue. You see, was it metallic blue? Well, it was a blue color. You know, this, these exact names don't mean nothing to me. But, so that's your options now. So you can go to four different colors um, with the pro line. And five different colors for the entry level line. So basically, a lot of the uh, rumors and speculation is that it is four different phones, which is, I guess, you know, there's two uh, entry level phones and two pro level phones. 
So you have your choice. The entry, uh, the pro level phones are basically going to be priced at one thousand dollars and ten ninety nine, almost eleven hundred dollars. So same price as they were last year. So there's not a big difference as far as the price point. But if you're like most, you know, tech guys, you know, like the big high end tech guys, they're going for the big pro line models, you know, because it's all about the cameras with them. So for me, it was interesting to see the difference between the phones like I said I'm not a big phone or video guy when it comes to my phone but now that you know basically Apple has presented you with the options of all these different cameras that you want to do and all this stuff that you can can continue to do without having a big bulky camera now I could take it to consideration oh so they do have a case for the phone, I didn't see that part in the um, in the presentation. I didn't see them slide a little case on there with like a, it's like an invisible case, not an invisible case, but a clear case that you could put on there. Then slap the charge on, but it still slaps on there magnetically. So, like I said, it's not really secure enough for me if somebody snatches something off of there and and goes running with your stuff. But you know, it's a very fair update when it comes to these phones um you it's typical iphone you know they showcase their graphical power when it comes to playing certain games and all the features that comes with the latest updates the new processes they put on there so and you know with the cameras the latest glass they put in there the technology they put in these cameras you know some of the best in the business so the A14 is a six-core processor and it has a four-core GPU in there. It goes by everyday use when you have to actually use this stuff every day and put this push these push these features and uh, processes to the limit when it comes to doing taking photos, night mode, video 4K, all that stuff that can you know I mean take a tax on the processor. We have to see how well it holds up when it comes to you know, all those things. So for me, it's a pretty interesting update like it is every year. You know, the, the HomePod Mini was something new, which was odd because that was like the only thing else they mentioned. They didn't mention anything else with this iPhone. But, you know, it's all one big ecosystem. And it's all this big wall of Apple products that just work seamlessly together. And they continue to do that. So it keeps you in this ecosystem, in this wall garden, as they call it, and just keep on adding new features and connectivity to all these things that just seamlessly works together. And you got to credit Apple for it. They've been doing it for so long that people complain about it, but a lot of people are in this garden. And I've had, I got a few things of Apple myself, and it is what it is, you know. Like, but my main thing was the production quality when it came to this presentation, Top of the line. Uh, I was real, I was well impressed by how they just re- they constructed this whole video, like an online video that you could tell is top notch when it comes to the production quality of this. Like nothing seems cheesy, everything seems seamless, everything just seems like top notch. It doesn't seem like they took shortcuts in any way. So, 
But if you want to support this podcast, go and check my Patreon page and, you know, share this video. Share this video. So used to saying that. Share this podcast. You know, put the word out there. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, put the word out. That's how you get this podcast to be known. All that. So I want to thank you guys for listening to this little short little podcast episode. I just want to talk about the presentation and the iPhone 12 event. Like I said, top notch, but great quality. You know, as you expect from an Apple product to be the latest and the greatest, they changed the design back to the iPhone 4 it was and made screens bigger with new processes, new graphical power, all those things. But thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Stay tuned for more. Thank you guys for everything. I'll see you next time. Peace.